welcome to Success Gyan podcast. This is Surendran Jayshekar, founder and CEO of Success Gyan. Success Gyan is India's leading platform for personal and professional development. Our goal is to make 8 p.m. the learning hour in this country. So every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 p.m., we'll be bringing in world's best trainers to speak on topics which will help you become a better version of yourself in every area of your life. Stress eating—it's something all of us have done sometime in our lives. Listen to leading sports and preventive nutritionist Shaini Surendran talk about why we stress eat and how we can overcome it. Let's get started. Hello, listeners. This is Shaini here. We are going to be discussing today about stress eating. Why do we stress eat, and what are the solutions that we can consider? See, all of us at some point in time would have eaten tubs of ice cream, or perhaps had a box of sweets or chocolates, or perhaps even ordered for a biryani and happily eaten that. And then probably the next day you feel so guilty of having done something like this, correct? And then you wonder why? Why the hell did I even order this kind of a food and eat, which I'm not supposed to be doing, and I'm not feeling good the right the next day? So basically. stress eating is something that most of us have done it at some point in time in our lives it's just that some people might opt for playing a sport or perhaps go for a walk or of course you know even listen to music but some of us are so glued to the food and if you are a foodie i'm sure you will understand what i'm talking about right so we're going to be looking at why is it that we do this kind of stress eating most often what happens is when we are highly stressed be it personal or professional stress and also when we don't see any hope or else a solution directly then automatically we keep replaying that in our mind and what happens is because of the stressful situation there are hormones that get released to the blood stream which make you quite hungry and once you're hungry what happens then you will go ahead and order certain foods and when you eat for example when you have chocolates there is this feel good hormone that gets released you know you have a good endorphins that is getting released and you have a whole lot of dopamine that gets released when you have a lot of carbohydrate rich food so let me give you some examples what are the carbohydrate rich foods that we most often order or like it's just that it could be breads it could be sandwiches french fries or it could be a nice bowl of noodles and it can even be pizza or pasta and that's so very comforting so whoever you are wherever you are in the world i'm sure at some point we would have ordered and then felt you know after eating you would have felt so good and temporarily you don't think about the situation in hand so the trigger basically could be a stressful situation that you're going through or perhaps it's also a habit so what happens is if you're in office and at say around 4 pm or 5 pm you have a colleague who steps out either for a smoke or perhaps to go ahead and have a snack at the nearby store or a shop then obviously they say hey come along can we just go for a walk and then you might end up tagging along and then this becomes a ritual every evening while you're at work and it could also become a very strong habit and then that's something which actually comes in the way of all your wellness goals or fitness goals correct so these are factors which until and unless you have the awareness your life will just go by So if you are really looking at some kind of a solution I think the first step is awareness 
And how do you become aware? You just have to ask your colleagues or perhaps even your family members as to where is it that I'm going wrong? Could you help me identify areas where I definitely need to tweak in terms of food? We can have this conversation and there are people in your life who will be absolutely honest and they see you on a day-to-day basis and they'll be able to clearly identify the problem. Another factor that you can definitely do is also the food diary. Food journal is another name. Food diary or journaling, whatever you feel comfortable. So what can you do about it? So if you are into writing, if you really like writing with a pen and a paper, then go ahead, do it the old-fashioned way. Because this is what is going to help a lot where every single day, as soon as you wake up, say for the first 20 minutes, as soon as you wake up, you could probably do some stretches, exercise, or perhaps some meditation. And then make sure that you set aside this time to journal. Write down how your day went by or what are your goals as far as health is concerned, work is concerned and all of that. And as you keep journaling, even about, say, the previous day's food, you will get a fair understanding of where you're going wrong or which is the area that really needs to be eaten. It could be that you're skipping breakfast or it could be that you really are going wrong with the evening snack or perhaps your dinner is quite late. Or maybe you're sleeping very late. Now, what happens is then you will be able to connect the dots when you start journaling continuously for a period of, say, one to three months. You can do it over a period of time and see patterns. If you don't want to write down, you can use an Excel sheet. Or perhaps you can even download several apps that's available these days. And you just have to go ahead and start logging in the details. And you will see a pattern that emerges. And that's how you raise your awareness. Another thing is, when you're maintaining a food journal, make sure that there is one column which has all the meal timings, another column where you really go into great detail about what you ate. For example, if you've eaten a sandwich, mention whether the filling was vegetable or eggs and what was the spread for the sandwich also. So make sure that you mention all of that and also whether you ate a sourdough bread or else a wheat bread or else a white bread. So when you start doing this, what will happen is you're getting into those details and then over a period of time that you know you will be able to identify whether there is one particular food or perhaps say three or five dishes that you keep repeating. If that happens, then automatically you know where exactly you need a little tweaking or the unhealthy food can be made healthier by bringing in some very healthy aspect to it. Next is also the hobby. So what happens is when we are very bored, we tend to eat. And that's the time when you will actually say, hey, let me just order some food and then eat it because I'm like super bored. No one's available to go out for a movie or for cycling or perhaps for a run, right? And there are people who will always look for partners for exercising to go to the Zumba class or perhaps the Pilates class. They would need a buddy along. And in case that particular day, you just had a bad day at work and then also you didn't have a friend who usually comes with you to the fitness studio, or perhaps an outdoor run, then what you could probably consider doing is you can at least listen to music or you could play with your pet, you can walk your dog and you can also do some household shows, even making sure that your environment is clutter-free. So it'll be a great idea to just just clear up your table or, or it could be even your room or it can even be listening to some audio tape or even a podcast. So boredom is one of the major factors why a lot of people would go ahead and eat more. Next is hunger check. So there are times that we might feel extremely hungry and there are times that we are not so hungry. 
So it'll be good to gauge how your hunger levels are on a level of one to ten. One being the least hunger or absolutely no hunger, and ten being the highest. So if you have a scale like this and then keep gauging as to how your hunger pangs are, then in this food journal itself you can start making notes about it, and then see whether you were truly hungry when you ordered that kind of a food. So try to see whether it was physical hunger or was it emotional hunger. or was it just something very spontaneous or something truly uh, because of some kind of a trigger these are areas that you can really focus and look at what changes you could make and next thing is the extremes in diet so there are people who will go ahead and do a low carbohydrate diet or perhaps there are people who will eat only vegetables for a week or so or just literally drink only juices so if you're on a liquid diet or else if you're on a very high protein diet and if there is no balance to what you're eating there is a very good chance that you will really miss the certain regular foods that you consume and then really go bonkers now that is disastrous you don't want to be in that space so always pick up a meal plan or a diet plan which is more sustainable and your relationship with food also should be great and you shouldn't be having extremes so it can't be that you eat a apple for breakfast and then just two or three eggs for lunch and just a bowl of soup for dinner this was not something that you can sustain for a long period of time so please watch out for extremes of fat diets and any of this this is not going to help at all and this is one of the primary reasons that you might end up ordering large volumes of food and eat because you've been deprived of a normal diet or a normal food habit okay so watch out next thing is healthy snack so most often between meals when we feel hungry if you're reaching out for soda or probably chocolates or maybe even some uh, fried food now that's not going to be very helpful because this is junk the best would be to make sure that you plan what to eat for a snack so it could be apple and peanut butter or it could be a slice of toast with a nice slathering of peanut butter or it can even be a handful of fistful of nuts i would rather say fistful because the quantity of nuts that you consume is also very important so basically what i'm trying to say is if you can plan your snacks and if it's going to be protein rich it will truly help suppress your hunger and you will feel good when you start eating protein in adequate amounts or optimal amounts because that is going to be truly helpful to suppress your hunger build your muscle raise immunity and also do a lot of repair work in the body because on a day to day basis there's a lot of wear and tear that's going on and so protein is the primary focus another factor is also hydration so how many of you drink 2 to 3 liters of water per day see especially if you are in a hot and humid place it's very important for all of us to be drinking adequate water so you might tend to perceive thirst as hunger so it's very important for you to hydrate yourself and the moment you start doing it you will realize that you're not that hungry okay so this is another most important factor another essential thing that i would want you to keep in mind is clear your cupboards and your refrigerator make sure that you're stocking up healthy food and if you can do some meal prep it's going to be coming in very very handy especially when you're hungry you will at least have some cucumber sticks carrot sticks you might just have like a bowl of sprout salad or eat some fresh fruits or have a spoon of nut butter and also drink some buttermilk or coconut water and all of this and you might feel actually quite nice so stocking up healthy foods around you because the environment is so strong and if you have some junk you will definitely make sure that you polish it off the next time a stressful wave comes 
So start journaling and try all these tips and I'm sure you will find it useful and you will be able to make some shifts over a period of time and make sure that you do not stop journaling. This is very, very crucial. And also take up hobbies and ways to handle stress much better. And that's going to be extremely helpful, right? So take care. Wish you the best of health, wealth and happiness. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sure this podcast helped you develop an awareness of why one does stress eating and how to develop a habit of eating healthy. Do share this with your friends and family or anyone who's struggling to overcome stress eating. Shiny Surendran will be live in the upcoming Super Growth Summit along with 10 other world-class trainers. Log in to www.sgsummits.com and register for the upcoming Super Growth Summit for free. This is Surendran Jayashekar. Until next time, love yourself. Don't take life too seriously. Strive to become a better version of yourself. Give more to get more. And always keep inspiring.